Y ellos le pueden tomar una foto. Solo déjenle yeah. tomar una foto y nada más. No, 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 no. no. Take a picture of it. Stop telling me what to do, bitch. And I, I, it's probably good you're not calling me a nigga again. A nigger. You keep it up. Yeah. Happy New Year, and welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, today's episode is going to be just me right here with you for this time. It has to do with a racist incident that took place about a year ago. Here's a video with a reflection that I made about the incident, and I'm actually going to show the video itself. I'm going to share a video in the next 24 hours. Uh, that is going to be a situation that happened a year ago. And I've been questioning like how I was going to share it and why I was going to share it and whether I was going to share it. I was, I've been pondering a lot of things around the video. Um, when I think about this shirt behind me, the I'm okay shirt, uh, if you know what the shirt means on the inside, it says, I'm not okay, which is written right there across the mouth. I'm not okay is over the mouth because it's sometimes hard to talk about it when we're not doing okay. And as I've been thinking about how I was gonna introduce the video that I, before I shared it, because I think that the video is gonna bring up a lot of things. And not only maybe a lot of things for me personally, but a lot of things for my community, a lot of things for my young people in the work. But I wanted to be really clear why I was sharing it and the purpose or behind it. I'm talking around the video right now. I will describe what happens in the video a little bit, but I do wanted to make this video because that for me, what I ultimately realized is that so many people out there are carrying a lot of baggage. This thing happened a year ago, but I have not been able to forget it. And because I haven't really shared it, I've only shared it maybe three times, one with a group of students at a workshop where we were talking about um, racism and we were talking about um, uh, violence with words, we were talking about um, social unrest. Another time I shared it with a group of educators and maybe I've shared it with another group that I can't remember, but I barely share it very seldomly. But the reason that it's been such a, a tightrope of like, yes, go ahead and share it, put it out there, is because maybe I didn't think I had permission to share it. Maybe I was like waiting for somebody, a mentor to say, Ashanti, yes, you gotta share this, this is the world. I think I, I did share it with one man and he was like, well, why, why not just, why, why share it? And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of contemplating that question. And I've been, I think deep down, I was wondering whether or not, like, I deserve to be heard. Huh, that's hitting it right there. Huh. I think most of my life, I've been in charge. I've been responsible for others. I've been a big brother. I was the oldest. I take care of my siblings. I'm trying to do the best to help my mom out. And when I needed something, my 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 default was to take care of others. Put your knees to the side. Take care of others. Don't worry people with your stuff. As a, as a leader, 
I sometimes do the same thing, right? I'm taking care of everybody else and I'm like not getting, not taking care of my needs. Like this, this holiday season, we were giving our team a week off and maybe even two weeks off. But that first week I was like, there, I was supposed to be off, but I was still like, oh wait, have we taken care of this? What's happening with this? What's happening to end of the year payroll? What's happening? Like, so my brain just could not unplug and I haven't unplugged for a long time. And so knowing that my, my, my default is to take care of others, to like sit back and like let myself just be maybe taken care of is really difficult. And so I'm processing like whether I'm showing this video or not, not because I did, I don't think there's an important video to show, but it's because, well, I don't want people to have to then come take care of me. I don't want people to feel like they need to come take care of me. And I think maybe even a deeper layer of that is sometimes I don't think that that my needs matter. <sighs> and so when you sometimes don't acknowledge your own needs, like I talk to people all the time about emotions and being able to share their emotions and find the right people in your circle. And, and I'm on a circle of men who I love and who I know care about me. And, and sometimes I just hold back a little bit not because I don't think that they'll be there to support me, but because I default to, oh, well, this other man needs the space today. This, uh, and I, I think I do that sometimes at a disservice to my own self. I mean, kind of like in 2020, when I had COVID, I had I don't even have a, a, a grocery app. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't really know how to, I didn't even know where to start. I was like, I can't leave the house. How am I gonna get groceries? Like I was, all these questions were coming up and I was like, who do I call? <laughs> so I want to get through this video um, so I can um, so you can see it. It's going to be next, not, not this video, but the next one. And the reason I'm just right now just trying to like get this out because I want to let you know because because maybe a lot of questions will come up like why didn't you show it before why didn't you let people see it before why didn't you tell somebody about it why didn't you well you know uh, let me tell you what happened and then I'll kind of maybe can process some of it so I was in a parking lot um I was getting ready to leave I left work late it was dark I was getting ready to go home I was I already put my groceries in the car I'm getting ready to leave and and you know, I'm maybe checking my phone or something. I don't know what I'm doing, but all of a sudden, this uh, a car gets hit. Now, I, the first thing is my car because I see this this shaking of the, of uh, I saw the movement, so I thought I got hit. I heard the sound. I'm like, whoa! But it was a car next to me that got got hit, and um, and it was I saw a baby in the car, and it was people in the car, and I'm like, what the heck? But, but I was in a parking lot, you know what I mean? So the car next to me was parked. It got hit being parked and I'm like, what the heck? So I look back and the car that it hit it was pulling off, right? And so I get out of my car and I'm like, kind of shooken a little bit, cause I'm, but I didn't get hit and I saw the baby in there and I was like, and the car started pulling off. So I just got my phone out and I was just gonna take a picture because it was happening really so fast. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a car accident or if you ever had an accident happen near you. It's a lot of stuff happening. Now, there's not a whole lot of damage, but still some damage on the car. I mean, you can visible damage, you can see, but you know, no, no one's like hurt. He's like not trauma, trauma, but it's a lot. And so when I take the picture, I think the person either sees me and, and stops. 
I don't know. I don't really know. I'm just, it happened really fast, that part. And as um that person gets out of the car, then he starts talking some stuff and he starts saying some stuff to me. And I'm kind of like, not really, like really making sense of what he's saying, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to get into the situation. I, I thought he was taking off. I took a picture. You know, I'm, I'm born and raised in Oakland. You, you have, there's some rules, right? Mind your own business. Like, that's a rule in our community, right? Just mind your own business. Keep your mouth shut. Mind your own business. Well, you know, I got a sister. I got nephews. Like, if somebody hit my sister's car and my nephews were in the car, I would want somebody to help my sister. Like, like I, I just, I'm, my heart is first about giving. <laughs> my heart is first about helping others. My, that, that's, my, that's my natural default to help others even sometimes a disservice to myself. Like it's not always safe to be out trying to help people in this world we live in today, but I, that's my default. And so this guy comes over and he's like, he's like starting to make some words. He's, he's, he's not yelling loud, but he's like, oh, what's up with this, blah, blah, blah. He's like acting really erratic. And so at one point I just started recording. I just remember him saying something up to me. He was attentioning to me. He said, why are you, why is this your business? I'm like, well, you hit a parked car. He started saying stuff like, oh, it's their fault. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you hit a parked car. And he said, who are you? I said, well, I'm just here. I'm a witness, you know? Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a citizen. Like, you, you can't, like, all of a sudden just come over here acting like this, this parked car's fault because you hit a parked car. And now you're... And so I really thought that, you know, and, and let me just let me give more context. The family that was in the car was a Latino family. And... When I when they first got out with the baby, like um, I recognized that they weren't communicating a lot in English. They weren't able to communicate. So because I speak Spanish and I'm like I'm I'm that happens for a reason. And I went to be trying to be of support and service. And that's when this guy's attention started coming towards me. Like, well, why is this your business? I said, well, this is my community. Like you, you know, you just hit this family. But there's, you know, this little kid in the car and whether it, was, whether it was no little kids in the car or not. But when I saw the baby, I thought of my nephews, right? And my niece, like just I, that's where I put the press, the presence to. And so all that to say, um, what you're going to see in the video is him began to use a lot of words towards me, a lot of verbal kind of violence. And I'm going to let you watch the video and. And what, and what you're gonna see in the video is me trying to, you may even hear me take a few deep breaths in the moment because what's happening to me in that in that moment, the words he's saying to me, he's trying to take my attention away from being in service of this family. Because if I make it about me, if I begin to fight, if I begin to go into a rage, how does that serve this family? It doesn't, it doesn't serve them at all. It actually, makes it worse because then I got to deal with the police showing up. <laughs> now, here's my thing about the police. Like, I've not always had good experiences with police. So to wonder if the police are going to come, I'm in a verbal battle with this guy. I'm who I am. Now I got to deal with them. And I just didn't feel safe. Since 2020, I mean, this is the year that George Floyd was killed. 
Like I, 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 I'll never forget seeing Philando Castillo killed in a car while I was at Starbucks looking at my computer and just realizing that, oh my goodness, like just in his car really and, and, and finding out that like what, what can happen in a split second when people lose their ability to process and think well, uh, behaviors happen towards people who look like me. And I was in part ways terrified, but in also part ways like really wanting to react and wanting to not just, and, and not to react in a really positive way. I, I was like, part of me was wanting to be enraged and as I drove away, I was, but while it was happening, I was just trying to stay present. Like, just keep this about this family. Keep this about supporting this family. This is this is my sister. This is my brother. This is my family. Like, that's how I processed it. And that's, I think, how I was able to kind of keep my cool in the moment, even though it was deeply jarring. I, pre I, I, I it probably is not good for you to say that to me. I really don't, don't care. Well, well you, you should care. We don't, we don't give a fuck who you are. Well, you yeah, don't have to care who I am. Nothing to do with you. It absolutely has to do with me. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a witness. I'm nothing to do with you. I'm a witness. Okay. Right, cool, okay. Cool, good. Good. So, so sit yeah, over there then. Cool. So were you right, in the car? I was in the car. Yes, I was. So I was in the fucking car. So you're. nobody. Anyways. Okay. Cool. You're witness. Wait to be called on. Oh well, you know it's all good. Because we're clear about the problem. Clear about the problem. What? I'm clear about the problem. Nobody gives a fuck about what you're saying. Hey, babe, don't Nobody's talking to you. So you the fact that you're speaking to me has nothing to do with. You. Well, I'm clear about the situation. Right, we don't give a fuck. You're you're we seeming don't give a fuck. stressed. I'm not stressed. We don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> you're over here in somebody else's business. You're It is my business. Hey. It's not. My hey, it is my business. You must be a witness. Cool. Be a witness. <laughs> I haven't told anybody anything, hey, hey, but the fact that you're calling me a snitch means that you have a problem. So manage yourself right now. Manage yourself. Brother, brother, it's not the right language to use with me. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. There's an interesting context for freedom of speech. Oh, come on now. You, you know, you know, I'm not gonna go down like that. You don't like, of course I am. You see your phone. I, I, your, so your, your, your attitude right now with me. Listen, your I don't need your permission. I don't know what planet you live on. You're in public right now. So, la señora, solo tienes que, ellos tienen que prohibir la seguridad, ¿ya? Entonces, ellos están tratando de pedir por otras cosas que no es la validad. Entonces, es un problema de ellos. Entonces, no te preocupes. Tú tienes la licencia de ellos. Es no es un problema. Ellos piensan que van a usar su poder o sus palabras así, agresivos. Yo no estoy pagando así. Yo no estoy jugando así. Entonces, no te preocupes. Que estoy aquí porque yo lo vi y yo soy aquí asistente, ¿ya? No te preocupes, ¿ya? So, solo tienes que prohibir su granza y ya nada más. Ellos tienen que prohibir también. Pero si no prohibir, Tú puedes llamar los oficiales y ellos pueden hacer las cosas perfecto, no hay problema. 
ellos están preocupados porque están en un poco pedos, ¿ya? Porque luego también este, este yeah. carro está bien uh, nuevo. No, sí, está bien, yo sé. You probably should stop talking to me. No, I don't have to stop talking. Or you, what? Or I'm, what? I, no, or what? Just stop talking to me. Just stop talking to me. He's speaking on my motherfucking nerves. He's nobody. He's irrelevant. He's recording us and shit. Who the fuck if he's recording us? Who the fuck? What's he recording? What? Yes, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. All you niggas get shot at, huh? You know? Yeah. All right, but we need a license. You need a, you need a license. Obviously, operate a vehicle, right? <laughs> okay, what about your license? You taking my information? What about yours? Saca la seguranza si tienes la seguranza de la carro. Saca la seguranza. Estoy bien. Solamente necesita la seguranza. Brother. Well, you probably shouldn't call me nigga anymore then. Well, <laughs> you probably baby, should stop talking to baby, me. Baby, 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 this is, hey, this is weak ass practice, hey. You're letting yourself be provoked. He ain't nobody. I probably should. Or I probably should. Baby, fuck probably this nigga. Baby, fuck this nigga. He ain't nobody. Play. Baby. Make sure you get a copy of his plate shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get out. Okay. So, dile le pueden tomar una foto. Solo déjenle tomar una foto y nada más. No, 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 no. no. Just take a picture of it. Stop telling me what to do, bitch. And I, I, it's probably good you not call me a nigga again. A nigger. You keep it up. Yeah. Keep it up. Alright, you take a picture of mine too. Here. Uh -huh, bitch. You got to be proud of this motherfucker. We didn't need you, bitch. <laughs> And every time I watch it, I feel that kind of, I feel the, the, the I feel the, the fire boiling, <laughs> starting to rage again, like wanting to like rage again. I think over the last year, I've like, as I've held on to it, just like not dealing with it, not processing it, not talking about it. I allow my, my health, my weight to, to, to balloon again. I began to eat for, Comfort again. I stopped riding my bike. I stopped exercising a whole lot. Like, like just not taking care of it. Like just trying to soothe it. Not confronting it. Not putting it out there. As you can see some of the emotion is kind of coming forward right now. I've not talked about this in a year. Those three times maybe, but mostly it's been just internal. And so now it's time. It's not to do the work. It's time to process it, to heal. To know that if we're gonna teach our young people how to navigate emotion in a healthy way. I have to be an example. I've not unhealthily dealt with it. I've just not dealt with it. <laughs> and knowing that that's not the solution either. 
And so this video that I'm, I'm posting is really for me to begin the healing process because I, it's not like a year has gone by and I've like ignored it and not thought about it. Like I can't stop thinking about it. It, it doesn't derail me. Listen, I'm going to succeed in the work that I've been put here to do. And this is part of my work. If I'm gonna tell my young people, look, you gotta talk about it, you gotta deal with it in a healthy way, then I need to be an example for that. But also more than that, if I tell my young people, listen, every time somebody says something to you that makes you mad, you don't have to react in a crate, you don't have to go level 10 always. There's a time and place for everything. As much as I really wanted to make it about this guy verbally attacking me, my, my priority was the service of that family. And I think that as many times as I've heard about people in the past who have dealt with racism, I mean, I live in California. We have a good, we have a good, we have a good cover here, right? We're in a, you know, a democratic state. We've had a democratic governor forever. Like we have lots of California liberalism, like, right? Like there's a lot of ways of being able to say, like in California, we don't experience this stuff, but it happens. It happens in subtle ways. It happens in overt ways. This was a very overt way. I hadn't really rarely heard that word used against me like that since I was like in Arkansas visiting family. I when, when I was like, I forgot what year Roots came out. I was like eight, five or six years old. My mom sat us down and we watched Roots together. She taught me about slavery. She taught me about how they treated us because of the color of our skin, because we were inferior. She taught me about that. It wasn't a secret to me. So when I hear people on TV talk about, well, we're not going to teach our kids that, that they're bad or something. We're gonna, you're not going to tell other white kids that, that they're bad because they're white. No, but, but to ignore the fact that, that this country created systems that oppressed peoples. To not let them know the facts and the history of their country, of the country that they benefit from, is to make them more ignorant. make them ignorant <clears throat> and so as I saw all these things come up and I didn't want to touch into the the, the CRT stuff I didn't want to touch into this I just like, kept silent I kept silent I kept silent I kept silent and just recently Bishop Desmond Tutu uh, passed away and uh, somebody recently read one of his quotes where he says if you are silent in moments of injustice you are siding with the oppressor How many times have I sat silent in situations of injustice, sat by silently trying to just not make anybody mad and not, not, not create any ruffles. I've sat silently by. And so today I find a little courage to say at the end of 2021 of this year that has been these last two years that have been really challenging as a nonprofit has been challenging in the work, but it has helped me to really begin to see the other side of who I need to be to do the thing that I think I was called to do. Like I've been doing a lot of it, but I also have been held holding back. And so um, in a journey of following your heart, I talk about the heart all the time. You, you see my necklace here. I have a 
a necklace with several hearts on it. These hearts are, I mean, they're shells. This heart is iridescent. This is these hearts that are something really important to me. And so today with the process of my heart, I'm gonna take one step at a time and continue pushing forward. And so the video you're gonna see is, a, it's a mission. The work in Ever Forward, we teach young men to deal with their emotions in healthy ways. I hope if nothing else in this video, you see that um, I've tried to stay focused, <laughs> stay present. How do you teach mindfulness? Well, I don't sit people down and my young people in a program and say, hey, sit down for and close your eyes. And I mean, those are really powerful ways and we need to teach them ways of doing that. But how do you stay present in the moment of an attack? How do you stay focused? <laughs> how do you not lose your calm when you need to be focused? I hope it helps somebody out there. And so I am sharing this video a year after, because I think it's time. And so I'm wishing everyone um, a happy new year celebration. And as we continue this next year, knowing that 2022 is a big election year, we know that there's so many things happening in our country that we not be, may not be experiencing here in California, but that we're seeing happen around the country. We can't ignore it. We can't sit back and wait. We can't sit back and hope that other people are gonna treat us better. We are gonna have to step up and stand up and find the courage in moments that are sometimes very difficult. So thank you. Uh, thanks for the journey you've been on with us, with the podcast, with the Ever Forward Club, with this work. And I hope that something inspires you to get involved, to support, to donate, to share, to like, to comment. Be a part of this movement with us. Thank you so much. Have a great New Year celebration and I wish you all the best in 2022. Thank you, everybody. Peace. Well, thank you for taking a look at that um, situation. You know, depending on where you sit in these types of conversations, you may feel totally activated right now. You may feel nervous right now. You may feel offended right now. You may feel a lot of things. One of the questions I continually ask myself is, why am I sharing it now? Why did it take me a whole year? As you can see me reflecting in the video, I was been asking myself the same question for a long time. Uh, there's recently a question I heard by a man named Jim Cathcart, and he said, maybe ask this question to yourself every day. How with the man that I really dream of being, do the things I'm about to do. Now for me, it's connected to being a man, but the question is, how with the person you dream of being, do the thing you are about to do? And when I began to ask myself that question, I'm clear that the person that I dream of being would absolutely share that video. Because I need to be free. Not to look for anything, not to need anything, but to know that I've been holding it back, even though I'm thinking about how it can serve others. How these incidents that not only happen in other parts of our country, but happen right here in California, 
how it can also serve others. How the young people we work with can learn from those experiences that how do you navigate a situation that makes you angry and frustrated and want to rage and navigate it in a way that maybe looks different. That's why I'm sharing it today. It's for my own freedom. And for all the ways that I can decide that today is going to look different. I want to be free from worry and doubt and indecision. I want to be free from believing that my needs don't matter. I want to be free from that voice that I hear in my head over and over and over again. As I hear him say that to me over and over and over again, I, I want a, the freedom to know that, Shanti, as much as I look back sometimes and wonder, how did you let that slide? <laughs> I more so know that I took those arrows, those words when they, that old phrase, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I understand the meaning of that context of that statement, but words do hurt. Words do carry weight. And what I'm clear about now is that no longer will I continue to allow those things to drag me and pull me. That the person that I want to be is free. Not just because I live in a free country, but free because I can speak my mind. Free because I cannot be shackled by words that would ever cause that man to believe that that was the words that he needed to use against me. I can't stop him from believing that. But I cannot let him have power over me by making me react how he thinks I should react. That's the freedom that I'm going to have. That's the freedom that I'm taking back. So thank you for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask podcast. We're so excited about 2022. Uh, it is an opportunity for me and the work that we're doing to continue to grow, and we do it with you. So today's episode inspired you activated you, you want to find out how you can do something, I would say the best thing you can do first is go make a mask at 100kmasks.com. What are the masks that you have to wear and pretend that you don't deal with and the feelings that you're not talking about in a healthy way? And we hope that you will share with somebody else that they can also make a mask as well. Because this year, something amazing is going to happen as a part of not only this podcast, but as a part of the Million Mask Movement, and we can't do it alone. So thank you. Have an amazing beginning of 2022. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we hit this one-year anniversary. We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask experience. 
And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.